And I'm Robin. And this is My TV Family, where we're hosting the ultimate TV family reunion. This week, we'll be talking about our favorite TV from the summer of 2018. Woo! Welcome back! It's a big welcome back, Meredith. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, back, back. It's been a minute. <laughs> um, welcome back to My TV Family. We're back! We are. We took an unintentional season break. Uh, it was very <laughs> intentional. We went on a retreat. We meditated, and we're here to serve you a bigger and better product, listeners across the U.S. of A. Um, so, Meredith, as you said, we will be talking about our favorite summer television. I feel like I crushed it this summer in the TV department. I bet you did. Um, if nothing else. <laughs> if literally nothing else, I watched a boatload of summer television. I feel like I didn't watch as much as I expected. But there's that's probably more than, like, a lot more than the average person. More than the average bear, for sure, but I did, I think, have to give you a stern talking to about disappointing me on several occasions throughout the summer. I know. So... Those kids are just always around. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how they're always living with you, Aww. wanting snacks, needing a towel. Anyway, um, definitely better than the average bear. Yeah. Um, so we'll be talking about summer television. We'll also be talking about some exciting upcoming changes to the podcast. What? Stay tuned for those scintillating details. Um, but first, this just in, uh, we wanted to talk about a hot topic in television that's on everyone's mind. Let's do it. Um, so the thing that we are most excited about in TV news is, get ready for it. A Veronica Mars reboot. I'm so excited. I didn't even know that I should be hoping for that. I know. Was that even on your radar to be crossing fingers and toes for? You know, they had talked about it, like, in the past, saying, like, oh, for sure, like, if everyone, if it works for everyone, we'll do it again. And I remember them saying, but this time we're not going to make people pay for it, like they did right. with the glass Kickstarter, which I think we both contributed to. We did, and You're I would again. to anyone who watched that movie, um, but that they want to find a way to do it. Legit. Yes. <laughs> Without a GoFundMe crowdsourcing. Yeah. And I think some of the most important things is that Kristen Bell will be in it. Yes. So it can actually be called Veronica Mars. And that Rob Thomas will be directing or yeah. doing whatever he does. And you know if those two are attached, then the rest will fall in line. Because <laughs> Logan Eccles, what are you doing with your time? Yeah. Um, so... All really great things. I just laugh about Rob Thomas because the first season I watched, I legit thought it was the um, the singer Rob Thomas. From Matchbox 20? Yes. Is it not? It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. And I just remember being like, oh, yeah, his, his musical career kind of died down. Like, it's interesting that he jumped into. Just really artistic, interesting <laughs> choices. I feel like the most people think that, and if they want to admit it, they're liars. Yeah. Well, I just thought, like, didn't like his music, like his show. What? (laughs) Didn't like Matchbox 20? Baby. Unpopular opinions. (laughs) Um, But I'm very excited for that. I cannot imagine that anybody else is too good for Veronica Mars. No. Right? Yeah. No, everyone's showing that. Get in line, people. And I don't know... what it's going to be about. I don't know anything. I just remember Veronica, Veronica, sorry, Kristen Bell said that she would do anything related to that character. She just loves her so, so much. She, I think, literally said she would do it as a puppet show. Yeah. Um, which I would pay money for that. I would I, watch. I'm here for it. I am definitely here for it. Um, so I heard someone propose that maybe um, Veronica would be um, some sort of like prosecutor or something. You know, I've heard several people say, like, hopefully she's not a small town co-detective with her dad fighting hey. over, like, two boys. Yeah, the two boys thing I can understand, but don't spit on that. It was a good show. It was a good show. <laughs> she was in high school. Like, we need to evolve. Yeah. Um, and there was that whole thing about, like, a shelved pilot with her being an FBI agent or oh, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I need her to make progress. Progress. Lord almighty, well, tough crowd. It is, I don't like change, I don't like Matchbox 20. <laughs> You're like, she's a second year senior <laughs> at Neptune High. I'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm very excited about that. Um, listeners, if you have opinions on that or what you would like to see her doing or what you would not like to see her doing, let us know. 
you have any intel, if you see them out filming somewhere, we should be the first to know. We should. Really. Rob Rob lives just around the corner from us. That's true. We should probably be sleuthing that. Former Austinite, right? Or current Austinite. Former and current. All of the Still living it up in the ATX. Rob, reach out, would (laughs) you? Give us a holler. We have notes. Bobby. (laughs) We now understand that you are not the lead singer of Matchbox 20, and we have some suggestions about your upcoming program. And we respect you for that. (laughs) Mostly. Um, Okay. Meredith? Yes. Should we talk about summer faves? I want to hear your guilty pleasures. Got them. I want to hear your show of the summer. I want to hear um, if you had, like, a binge marathon, like, if there's anything that you just, like, hammered out this summer. I feel like that's, like, all TV for me, but okay. Yeah, anything (laughs) that you were hoping would be great that kind of was meh, um, hit it, go. Let's go. So I'm going to start off with your favorite. Yes. Get it out of the way. I'm watching Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, I serious question <laughs> from the audience, with respect because sure. I do enjoy the reality verse. Yes. I do. What is the difference between Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, other than the kind of STDs that are going around? <laughs> I don't know that that is any different. But, <laughs> um... Same Z's. <laughs> so in the Bachelor or Bachelorette, there's only one person at. There's only one bachelor and, like, 25 girls or one bachelorette and 25 guys. It's okay. the same. Per- they're all vying for the same person's love. Okay. In Bachelor in Paradise, it's people who have failed at those shows, and they come, and they just spend the whole couple of weeks. They always say it's a long time. I'm sure it's, like, five days. But <laughs> They're like, bring 300 outfits. I swear. It's going to be 48 hours. <laughs> I swear they make them say, like, oh, we still have two more weeks left. But, like, they make them say weeks instead of days. Um, And they all just come and they try and... So it's, like, an even amount of boys and girls? Well, here's the thing. This is what makes it a kind of a competition is you have to couple up or someone has to give you their rose. Is that a euphemism? Literally give them... (laughs) Literally. And and then, so one week there's more boys and girls... I think men and women is probably the appropriate way to say that. but um, It's like musical chairs. Yeah, and then the next week there's more women than men, and so a couple people go home. Do you have week. to scramble? Can you take new there's people? There's definitely some, like, rose campaigning, because there's some people who actually like oh, seem like they're trying God. to... Some people who are trying to hook up, and then or, like, be in a relationship, and then there's definitely people who are like, ah, who's left? And they just, like, <laughs> there's, like, three women. Oh, sloppy Suzanne, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, I like it. I like... This season is especially interesting because there's some people who, like, we've found out after the show that they're kind of sketchy, and so it's like, you always want to... I know. Surprise! (laughs) Um, You want... I, like, want to see how that plays out in the show. Um, But you know that I love just, like, the culture behind it, right? I love listening to people talk about it, so kind of fast-forward through the actual episode, and then I find podcasts and listen to it. Um, there are people who seem like genuinely interested in the show, and then there's like a lot of people who like to kind of make fun of the what? show. I know those people seem weird. <laughs> and there's one podcast in particular that they do feminism fails at the end, and they Ooh. go they go through and like find different things like moments of misogyny or something. Just a couple of moments. Yeah, and then they rate them on like a scale, and I think that's very funny because. Unfortunately, there are quite a few, um, but it's pretty funny. Um, that sounds amazing, yeah. and I may have to get involved in your podcast postmortems. Yeah, and I will say like it's just a lot, a lot more fun than the real Bachelor because there's just a lot more players. Like, you know, like you, it's hard to believe that actually twenty five people are actually interested in the same person. You're just like that's not. Yeah. Or that that person's interested in that interested in those many women. So, that many women. Those many. Put me on the show. <laughs> I'm qualified. Next up, we have English major. Oh, and so, that's going, currently going on and keeping my summer alive. Okay, so that's a, that's like a solidly summer show. Yeah, okay. and then um, another show that we have discovered is called Last Chance You. Oh, yes. Um, and I found out that about this show from... Um, my friend Mallory, shout out to Mallory, um, Mallory, and 
It is. A, it's on Netflix, and they call it a documentary. And I was really curious about like how what makes a show a documentary versus reality TV, because it's like six branding it's, marketing. Yeah, it's six episodes following the same people. Okay. Um, it's a at at um at a community college, um, EMCC Eastern Mississippi, I think. Okay. Um, community college, and um. They follow the football team, and it's a it's a community college that often does really well. So if someone like failed out of a D one school playing mm-hmm. football, they come to EMCC and hope to um, get their grades back in order and play, and then get um, get recruited for another D one school. Okay. Right? So it's wow. called Last Chance U because this is like people's only hope to getting back into like a Division one football team to then hopefully play in the NFL, I guess. Okay. Um, so it follows these guys and the coach and the academic advisor who's like having to ride all these kids and tell them like how to not fail their classes um, and keep them keep on them. And it's just like I was like I don't know if I'm really gonna be interested in it. it like gripped me right away. <laughs> Eight hours later. Yeah. Because um, only like six episodes. They're long episodes, like at least over an hour. Okay. Um, is it like a similar vibe to like 30 for 30 or like, yeah, you, you get that vibe. Okay. Um, it's well made, I think. Um, and you get attached to these guys and then you always have to Google like where they went, you know, cause at the end I'll say who got recruited elsewhere and you want to see like how they've done. Mm. So the first two seasons are at the same college and where I'm currently on season two. Oh. And, um, well the first season I'll tell you like it, I have never heard so much profanity in my life. Like, honestly. <laughs> Not even recording this podcast with yeah. me? <laughs> I know. That's shocking. So if you're sensitive to that, this is probably not your show. But And it's all mostly from the coach. Okay. Just like the coaches yelling at the players. It is unbelievable the language that is used <laughs> mm. in this documentary. Um and so the part, the reason why I bring that up is because in season two, they talk, it's like the first time I've ever seen a reality show, like so quickly address that fourth wall, like tear down that fourth wall yeah. where they address like all the um, comments they got on season one and like all the backlash that they got, like how the coach treated the kids okay. and the coach looked at how, he, how he spoke and was really embarrassed by it. And so he's coming back trying not to use um, curse words or anything like that. And I've never heard people like address like the reviews or comments in, like, like as directly soon, as soon as season two. Cause you know, we've talked about this before, like the Kardashians or the, um, Jersey shore people, like it was hard to believe that they were still doing some of these things. Yeah. Cause you know, you had to believe that they were still just like, like going out in clubs and not being recognized, yeah. right? And you're like, like, meanwhile, you have like a billion Twitter followers. Yeah, like, so it was really interesting <laughs> to have them at first episode address like, we watched a show, this is the stuff we got. The academic advisor had like thousands of pencils sent to her because she's like, the students go to class without pencils and she's like, show up with a pencil. Like, <laughs> that's the least you can do. Yeah. I don't know. It's some of the students have really um, sad background stories, and you just want them to make it, right? You mm-hmm. fall in love with all the character or all the they're like actual people in this world. Um, so it's a it's a really interesting. If you liked Friday Night Lights, this is like a team. Okay, I'll add um, it to my list. A team show, and I don't know. I like it. I heard in season three that there's a teacher. In that, they go to a totally different community college, oh. and there's a teacher there that everybody loves. Like, she's the person people talk about, so oh. that'll be interesting to see. Um, so that is, like, that was a big, surprising okay. win. Um, Can't wait to start I think that. there are, right, I think there are three seasons, and the fourth season is, like, a where are they now type of thing. Um, so, we'll see. I haven't gotten there. Um, you want me to keep going with shows that I like, or do you want to talk about a couple you like? Um, so you just reminded me of two that I actually did not put on our, um, outline, which is hilarious because it's 19 pages long. Okay. Um, so 
we obviously are still hot and heavy as a family watching The Amazing Race. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, nothing to report there, except for um, I cried like a baby at one of the finales. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, a mess. <laughs> like, it was, I don't know, 12 years old? Yeah. Like, an old, old, <laughs> old season. Like, just sobbing. Yeah. Like, could not contain myself. Um, and um, we've started, like... There are so many fan pages, and there was, like, wikis on um, Amazing Race. Like, you want to know about an Amazing Race couple, all eight bazillion of them. Yeah. It's out there. So, um, I have given my permission, myself permission, like, as people exit the race, I could Google them and see what happened to them. (laughs) So, that is, like, a fun little, like, bonus to see. Um, Because, like, for each of the couples or the pairs, you can click on after the show. And it'll tell you... This one couple had said it was it was kind of a tragedy. I can't even remember what their names were. I can't even remember what season it is. And it doesn't even really matter because they're all running together. Although this season is with Chip and Riken. Did you watch their season? Uh-uh. Oh. Anyway, um, Riken went on to break up with Chip and date, um, what's that guy, Lance from the boy band? Yeah. Him. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Who wanted to buy the Brady Bunch house? Yes! That's a hot topic. <laughs> um, anyway, so it said after Lance the show. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> after the show, this other couple, this female male couple, where they were, it's a, I think their tagline, you know, underneath their names, it always says, like, circus clowns or, yeah. you know, doc- yeah. lady doctors or whatever it is. <laughs> a lady doctor? <laughs> I know. Um, so it said literally friends slash dating. And oh. I think it was truly, he thought they were friends and she thought they were dating. <laughs> so that was its own tragedy. Oh. But after the show, it says, you know, like, oh, well, this couple, blah, blah, blah. You know, they did this, they got married, or they ended up breaking up, blah, blah, blah. They never spoke again. Oh. Never spoke again. Didn't even see And I forget what the word, they have a, like a fan name for where they send them after they get kicked off, but before they have to go oh, stand yeah. at the finish mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one guy wouldn't speak to anyone at this, like, no man's land. Like, wouldn't speak to anyone. Ooh, that's kind of insider information I love. Exactly. So, um, again, I give myself permission as they're, like, as Phil is like, you stink, you're out. Um, I'm like, do, 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 let's see what happens. Oh, these circus clowns, are they still together? I did see, um, when we were on the airplane a couple weeks ago, um, thanks JetBlue for having TV because I got to watch, um, oh, Fear Factor. Ooh. And they had, and it's been a bunch of like stars on Fear Factor or it was like celebrity Fear Factor, okay. but celebrity is like a very loose term yeah. for Fear Factor. And it was a, a bunch of reality TV stars. So some from The Bachelor, but also some from, um, Amazing Race. And it was from a, a, a few years ago where we were Whoa. watching Amazing Race. That's very exciting. And I was so excited to see Fear Factor back. That's like a current program? Yeah. Oh, who knew? And Ludacris is the host now. Luda! Mm-hmm. Wow. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Just, just a thing I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so a pile of amazing race watching here, and your last chance you reminded me that um, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders making the team is back. Um, <laughs> I can't... Speaking of classy. <laughs> speak, speaking of that pigskin. Um, <laughs> um, uh, it's like 1960. <laughs> oh, brother. Thanks for hanging with us, folks. Oh, it's punchy night. <laughs> anyway, um, they're like 19 seasons in, and I just can't stop. And this year, I don't think they're as fat shamey as they usually are. <laughs> I mean, usually they make them go and do their routine. The This is the candidates, the yeah. auditioners, <clears throat> the training camp candidates. They make them go to Texas Stadium. Yeah. Texas Stadium? Whatever the, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they watch them on the big screen, and they'll be like, ooh, like how many pounds, look at that jiggle, like how you know you can't have any, you can't have Dunlap syndrome <laughs> when you've got those little teeny weeny shorts over. Oh, I just imagine myself watching that, like just eating on the couch, oh, and yeah. just being like, oh, that girl's that like, is sh- literally what I do. <laughs> shoving food in my mouth, like she's not going to make it. No, and the two coaches... <laughs> Like, I fear them yeah. personally, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Judy is not going to like that. <laughs> that girl ate a carbohydrate over the off-season. She ate one sandwich at Subway, and she is going to regret that. I mean, they show, like, 
up close, like Aww. zoom in. Yeah, that's... it's like one click short of Howard Stern territory. Oh, that's too bad. Anyway, I love it with all my heart, and I'll never <laughs> stop watching. Um, let me go back. Let me go back to my list and find something that's a little less horrid. Okay, so my top pick of the summer. Okay. Is Pose. Yes. I think our last show we talked about starting it. Mm -hmm. We finished it. I loved it so, 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 so very much. All right. Tell Um, us again what it's about. So it's about the ball culture in New York in the um, like mid 80s. And it's kind of just this group of LGBTQ people who are like sidelined and don't have a community and they come together and make their own damn community. And it just explores so many things like that are really related. Like, even if you were not, like, a gay man living with, like, your found family in the 80s in New York, this is still a show for you. Um, So it's about... I am not. (laughs) You are not and we're not. Um, So it's... But it's about, like, the family you have versus the family that you find, which I know we talk about a lot or we have talked about on the show. Yeah. Um, And about acceptance and... Also, like, about, I mean, just parenting, because the, um, the balls, um, are hosted, I don't even know, like, what the venue is, it's, like, a big club, but the, um, at each one, there's a competition, yeah. and the competitors are houses, so it's, like, the house of Evangelista, and the oh. house of Fabulosity, and Fancy. the house of this, and the house of that, um, and each of the houses is head up, headed up by a mother, and the people who live with them are all, like, Barely off the streets. Like, I mean, they save them, and they really do become, like, a mother to them. And it's just really, you know, sometimes the mom has to, like, crack skulls and say, like, you cannot behave this way in my house, and, like, you gotta go. And it's, like, heartbreaking, and, like, oh my gosh, I was, like, laughing and crying. Um, My favorite, favorite character is, um, his name is Billy Porter, and he won a Tony as the original Lola in Kinky Boots on Broadway. Yeah. And his character's... Yeah, um, he's like he's not the star of the show, but he's definitely the star of the ball. He's yeah. the, he's the MC, and his name is Pray Tell, and he like announces the categories, and the categories are just like bonkers. Like yeah. they're so, like one of them was one of my favorite lines was um, the cat the category was Dynasty oh, Chic okay. or something like that, <laughs> and uh, so he's just like sass and like announcing and like he's got like the the color commentary and the patter and like he like will boo people off the stage and like <laughs> encourage people to clap, but he was like we said dynasty not falcon crest and and like this girl got booed off the stage um but yeah so pray tell as portrayed by billy porter is so good and um he just like my husband and i watched it together and the show always starts off with him saying the category is um so that's like how he announces each of the things so he's just fantastic but yeah um and the music is bomb like i don't know how much money they spent to purchase all this music but it was a ton seems like like it would be a really important part of this this yeah and it's like definitely like a moment in time yeah um and they take you there it is so so good run don't walk to your local remote control and watch you suppose you've sold me on it and i mean everyone's talking about pose it's really good it's really really good in the headlines for sure uh, what else you got? Tell me your tell me one of your faves. Okay, another recent but one of my favorite things going on right now is called Detroiters. Okay, and this is on Comedy. That's another one that's uh all the rage. Yeah, it's on Comedy Central, and it has it's about two guys. Um, and it's Sam Richardson who you'd recognize. He was Richard Split from Veep. Okay. And Richard Splett on Veep was one of my favorite, if not my favorite, characters on Veep. He was so funny to me. Just, like, his mannerisms are really funny to me. <laughs> and then Tim Robinson, yeah. he... You'd probably recognize them, but he was on SNL for a couple years. Okay. Um, and they play best friends who live in Detroit. Right there in the name. Yep. You know how <laughs> I like that. Um, and they run... They inherit their dad's um, ad advertising agency okay and they are not good at it they're not good at it but that's kind of like the story of the day which is like a new ad that they do and it kind of helps them tell their stories through that through that ad but part of part of the way i write i like it is i love a story that or like that highlights a a city that i'm not familiar with like i don't know a ton about detroit okay it's like rock city 
Yeah, just a, a couple of things. But you can tell they love their city and they have okay. so much affection for their city. And you can just tell, like, even if I'm not, like, totally getting the jokes, I can tell that that was, like, oh, that was, like, a Detroit reference. Or okay. that was, like, something that they wanted people from the Detroit yeah. to love and be like, oh, that's so great. We love Hammy Sammy's place. <laughs> um, so it is just so funny. It's got a, a touch of Arrested Development in okay. the humor that's, like... I need a new Arrested Development. Um, and it, they're just really endearing. It's fun that they love each other. They live right next to each other. And I think in real life, they are best friends from Detroit. Okay. If I And this is like a 30-minute sitcom format? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just what you need. It is so funny. We laugh out loud all the time at it. And it's got a lot of cameos. Um Jason Sudeikis was on it a few times. Oh, I like him. Yeah. Um, several SNL cast members okay. on it. Um, the usual suspects. Yeah. I just, it's, I cannot recommend it enough if you just need something to pick you up. It definitely doesn't pass that one test where it's like, woman, two women talking to the each other. Test. Yes, that yes. one. Um, <laughs> because it is all about these two dudes, and they work with a couple women, but they don't really talk to each other, so... Doesn't pass that test if you're looking for something that does. If you're looking for something that does, listen to our podcast. <laughs> we pass the Bechtel test <laughs> all much. day long, all dang day. Um, but I think it's still worth it. Um, okay. Definitely. You have given me two for my list, Meredith. I know. That is exciting. I'm going to give you one that you won't watch. Um, so I'm also... It's called... <laughs> Just like a case. bachelor on <laughs> on the run. I am occasionally rewatching ER because that's on Hulu, and I have a whole list of shows that I want to rewatch. Like Meredith. in the same category as ER, Life because it's too short to rewatch TV. And, oh man, then we will not go on because <laughs> it it just is. It's a show that I watched when I was a kid, so I remember some of these storylines, but I don't. I didn't pick up on everything. Sure. Obviously. And it... As long as this is like a backgrounder show. Oh, for sure. It's just like, oh, I just need something easy. It's ER. And it's really dark. And I mean that literally. The show is so dark. I'm like, how do they Like when George Clooney had that Caesar? Yeah. Those were (laughs) dark, dark times. No. The lighting in it is so bad. So, so bad. Just like when you watch West Wing for the first time and you're like... On your phone, you're like turning up the light thing. You're like, it's all the way oh, up. This is how they filmed shows. Yeah, then? it's yeah. really hard to get into that because I just want to be like, turn on a light. Hospitals are known for like fluorescent lighting. <laughs> like, let's get it. That's so funny. Um, I will say, it doesn't really hold up for me. I think it's interesting to like reminisce about, but they have way too many storylines going on in each episode. Okay. And I'm one who watched Grey's, and they really only have like one or two main. Yeah. Story of the day, story of the days and ER. There's just like a thousand. Um, and where are you in it? Like still season one because okay, there's was was like ninety five episodes per season, right? Is the back in the day where they had a yep. they had long seasons. So that's something I'm watching. I you know I do I have like several shows that I want to rewatch. You're gonna be mad at me, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Right. I'm not mad at you. I'm just and I want to know what ever happened to Anthony Edwards. Like in real life? Yeah. I don't know. He's got that Top Gun money. Don't worry about him. <laughs> I don't know. I look at him and like, several of these people went on and did really big things. That's true. Um, and then Anthony Edwards. I think he like got won some awards and stuff and was like kind of a big deal. But I wanted to know we'll, where, where we'll he went. We'll look it up. Where, where are they now? To. And, um, and he was like a huge star. And, uh, was he? I feel like he he was kind of ER was like I don't know big I was the time. all about that George Clooney. Um, and the one thing I didn't realize is you know that in the opening credits where Doctor Benton does like the karate lunge. Yeah. Right, yeah, with, yeah, right yeah. when the music just yeah. like hits like that's like nice. It that's in um, season one episode one. Mm. That move is in the very beginning. The Peter Benton. The, <coughs> the Peter I'm gonna start Benton. calling it that at the gym. Okay, I have a couple more, and then we're going to get to yours, okay? Okay. So, and these are just quick. When right. you watched Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah. Do you ever watch that? Mm, I mean, With Jerry like Seinfeld. and such. It used to be on, I don't know, Cackle, Crackle, you know, some Toaster. other <laughs> some other network that you had to download a new app on your Apple TV. <laughs> and we watched it, but now it's on Netflix. 
Um, and this season had some of the biggest names, I feel like. It had Zach Galifianakis, Dave Chappelle, John Mulaney, Kate McKinnon, Jerry Lewis, like, yeah, Alec Baldwin. It had so many just, like, yeah. huge names, and there was, like, zero chemistry between all of them. There was, like, one episode that Can I thought... Can we blame Seinfeld? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, it, they just, the way they edited it, it just felt like they were editing just, like, so choppy, so, Are you a Seinfeld head? Are you like a Seinfeld person? No, I wasn't. I mean, I watched it. <laughs> As um, a child, right before ER. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Well, I remember throwing a <laughs> Seinfeld like season finale party, and I was in the seventh grade. Oh, honey. I know. We made a, I have a picture <laughs> of, in our overalls back when overalls were fun for the first, you know, for that time. <laughs> it wasn't the first time, but. Um, and we had a cake that said Seinfeld on it. A cake? I know. Excuse me, baller. Every every big event in my life. Must be nice. <laughs> Has cake. Um, <laughs> anyway, this season was just a big disappointment. So that was one of my... Um, and then the last thing I just want to say, and yes? this is not new by any means. I love... I've loved Amber Ruffin from like the <laughs> moment I have um, seen her when she did Amber Says What on Seth Meyers. She's just a, a writer on Seth Meyers who has a bunch of bits. Yeah. Like they always bring her out. Things they, she, uh, Seth can't say. Yeah, jokes Seth can't tell. But she recently did one um, where she remakes art created by problematic men. And she <laughs> goes through and is like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remake the art so you can watch them and not feel bad. So she does um, Chris Brown. She does Kevin Spacey, Woody Allen, Bill Cosby. And it made me laugh so hard. And I just think... She is one of the best things about that show. Totally. She, she needs her own it. show, first of all. Yeah. And I thought, like, I watched it too, and I thought it was hilarious, and it was, like, it was very funny, but it was also smart. Yeah. And a really funny way to say, like, listen up, jerkwads, you gotta stop this conversation about <laughs> separating the art from the artists. Like, <laughs> but when she's like, if you liked Chris Brown's Run It, listen to me sing Chris Fun It. <laughs> Let me see you fun it, fun it. <laughs> so She's really great. good. If you need a laugh late night, I think it. I think Seth Meyers is the one to record. He's the um, best. I do love him. I I know there's a lot of great late night options, but for some reason Seth Meyers really hits a chord with me. No. Probably because of all the female writers who make funny. I'll be darn. Funny. Look what uh, happens. Content. I hope they're he's uh, paying them well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. He seems like a nice guy. (laughs) Okay, tell me more about what you're watching. Um, okay. Have you ever seen or are you familiar with a little TV program called Younger? Ooh, tell me about it. (laughs) Meredith, all of us lusty team Charliza fans out there. Charliza. I know, it's kind of gross. It sounds like a Pokemon. (laughs) It evolves from Charmander. Anyway, um... They finally banged. Thank the Lord. I mean, <laughs> it was a little bit more romantic than that, but like, oh, finally. There's been a lot of discussion out there about whether they dropped the ball with that whole Ireland trip and yeah. like the big like hanging, you know, cliffhanger Yeah, was a ringing phone at a wedding yeah, in no, Ireland. No it was. Thanks. Kind of, like, maybe not handled quite so well. Yeah. So to catch some of our listeners up, Younger is the show where she pretends to be... Younger. Listen, wait for it. Younger. <laughs> and now the man who she's falling in love with finally finds out her that she's really an old lady. Yo. That's outrageous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. In the last episode, she, like... Talks about having reading glasses and then the glasses that she wears at night for mm-hmm. driving. And I was like, come on. This Which is, is funny thing. because that's like, you're supposed, they're kind of telegraphing to you that he sees that she's a mom of yeah. a college age girl. And he kind of realizes that they have all this stuff in common. And you know how men get turned on by seeing how old you are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he just ran right into her bed. <laughs> That's been my personal experience, anyway. Have you know that old trope? 
<laughs> granny glasses, <laughs> dropping boxers. They, <laughs> they leave their lady for an older woman. It always happens. You hear about it all the time. <laughs> that Judy Dench, keep an eye on her. A that dime minx. a dozen. Uh. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> Honestly, I do not care. I have such love for Peter Herman. Yeah. Uh, I don't care what he's doing, what he's up to. Um, There has been lots of talk about whether um, they kind of mishandled them getting together and how they got together and did they miss their moment when like all the tension was all built up and blah 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 who cares this is not a show where i feel like we need to think too hard about it right what (laughs) takes place in the world of book publishing meredith i just think there are some shows that i would like them to take it at face value i would like them to figure it out a little better but it turns out younger <laughs> not is, lost. is not one of them. As we say, it's not lost. And I love that they, um, I love that they are doing like a spoof on the Pod Save America guys. Yes, that's so good. Everyone has just like they're basically like doing the band. You know, Anna, Nana, Bovana, Fifi, Fofana, and just choosing one of those names. <laughs> yeah. They're totally... John Favreau. Shmon Mavaro. Yes. It's very loosely veiled. Yeah. Very loosely, thinly. It, it was like a nod to <clears throat> Riverdale when they'd be like, they wouldn't say like four seasons, they would say like the five seasons, right? Because they... <laughs> the five reasons. Yeah. <laughs> they could... It was always some cheesy variation on something we know about. Right. Yeah, but I do like, I will say that Younger is very topical. They have, um, they had a, a sex expert who was pitching a book who was, um, I think, based on Esther Perel, who's like a real sex expert who just had a book come out. So it is like very topical. I think like the, sure. the Game of Thrones knockoff that they have, like the yeah. crown of kings or whatever with that pervert. Um, who busted Liza. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very good. I think that, um, as many people have pointed out, the real relationships that are fun to watch this season are between the women. Yep. And Diana continues to be my absolute fave. She is just the best. So that is Younger. Finally. Younger. Um, Also, The Bold Type, another fave from last summer that I feel like people still are not watching. Um, Include me in that group because I was watching it and then I just let it go by the wayside. Girl. Um, Well, just know that you have lots and lots of employees behaving badly under Jacqueline's nose (laughs) to look forward to. I know how you like it when the boss lets those girls just get away with bloody murder because they're adorable millennials. (laughs) They take trips during the day to go shoot skeet. As one does. Yeah, and she gives them a stern eye roll. (laughs) Maybe, if she's there on her walking treadmill desk. Anyway, Sutton is my favorite. So there's the three girls, Sutton, Jane, and Kat. Yep. Kat and her, like, lesbian awakening is so boring. Like, I just, I was super, like, interested in that story last summer. And now I just don't care. Like, they're fighting and they're together and they're broken up and she's not sure and now they're in an open relationship and blah 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 yeah boring i need all sutton all the time tiny jane boring 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 the mm-hmm. only thing that interests me is pinstripe okay yep. coming back into the picture Ooh, i didn't realize he was coming back oh with a vengeance um so pin uh pinstripe is kind of competing with dr ben who's like this very cute doctor who's kind of like a little too perfect he's like well i'd love to come over but i'm like saving humanity (laughs) and like blah 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 anyway he's very cute um but he doesn't get our jane like pinstripe does so i am team jane stripe so that was the cliffhanger at the end of the season okay um so that was really good um i know this is a hundred year old update but i finally finished drop dead diva Whoa. Our national nightmare is over. Um, it went off the rails. There were 1,700 <laughs> seasons, and I finished them all. And I, don't I hope it got wrapped up in a nice, pretty bow for It was you. so bad. People were jumping ship <laughs> off that show left and right. They had to, like, you know, the concept was that they, like, were reincarnated. And yeah. I think, like, the main actors and actresses were like, just reincarnate me in somebody else's body. I'm out. <laughs> like, that was kind of how that went. Um, otherwise, as far as, um, you know, I like to have my, I like to have my fingers in episode one of several different programs. Yeah. That's my MO. Yes. We started Succession okay. on 
uh, HBO. Yeah, another show I won't watch, but is all the rage. Why won't you watch it? I think it might be too much for me. Uh, so far, no, but I'll okay. let you know. Okay. Well, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And there we have it. I'll talk to you about that offline. <laughs> uh, there's one questionable scene, uh, but it's, I guess, supposed to be based off, it's not the Madoffs, I forget, one of the, like, big telecom, the Murdochs. Okay. Um, allegedly. Oh. Allegedly. Allegedly. For our attorneys. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's um, it's good so far. I had a friend tell me that you need to watch like at least two or three episodes to really get into it. So, yeah. so far, so good. Um, lots of interesting characters. It's about um, kind of who's going to take over as this aging father or has this multi-billion dollar conglomerate and he's whatever. Uh, but it has Kieran Culkin in it and he is a scene sailor. Super, Ooh. super good. Um, this one kind of, another one from our friends at HBO, um, this one kind of straddles summer, summer and fall, so call it what you will. Uh, I'll approve. I'll it is approve. the best show. It's Insecure. Okay. Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Just kills me. Just absolutely kills me. Um, you know, there's kind of, same thing with, um, younger. There's some dudes that definitely come in and out. Yeah. Um, but it is so much about the female friendships and these two, the two main, uh, Molly and Issa, they just, I could watch them like eat breakfast together <laughs> yeah. for half an hour cause they are so funny yeah. and like, just so like they get each other and like. Issa's kind of down on her luck and needs a place to stay. And, like, in my head, I'm thinking, why doesn't she stay with Molly? And, like, the next thing's out of their mouth was, like, she's like, you know, you can come stay with me. And she was like, remember when I did that in 2005? And she was like, that toaster was broken before! You know, (laughs) they just, like, they have, like, such good history, such good understanding. Um, And it's just, uh, it is an absolute joy. I look forward to it every Sunday. I love a friend show. Yeah. And I also started Superstore, which I know you have liked. Uh, we have agreed that Cheyenne's boyfriend and his, like, I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Is that, like, a... Yeah, it's, like, sound... Club the, noise? Yeah, club yeah. noise. Like, sound the alarm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's the funniest. He is it's just crazy town, and... But the least favorite is... The, the manager. Boss, Glenn. I think do you think that they, like, told him to do that voice, and then <laughs> now know. he just has to? I would really like to know if that is his real voice. So, hammer, hammer, hammer. <laughs> it does sound kind of like a Muppet. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. is the worst part about that show. I think they told him to, like, affect that mannerism or whatever, and now it's too late. Yeah. I just feel like it's like, it's like The Office. In that everyone, or Parks and Rec, everyone is, like, going deep on a certain character, right? Like, yeah. you have Dina, who's <laughs> kind of like the Dwight Schrute, right? Who's, like, keeping everyone in line, really intense. That's yeah, who I would be if yeah. I were left, like, unguarded. Like, all of the extra players are extra, yeah. right? Like, they are extra, extra <laughs> into their own quirks and weirdnesses. And I feel like they try, they just failed with the boss. Right. I will. Uh, here's here's a thought for the superstore writers who okay. obviously I'll listen get, to this. I'll let them know. Um, maybe he could get hit in the throat with like a frisbee or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that would be a good way to fix it? And then his voice would just change. He would just clear his throat, and be like at him, and then just not talk like that. Right. If that's his real voice, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I guess. If that's his real voice, then we're a bunch of jerks. Well, it's cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm really liking that. Um, it is funny, though, as I've mentioned previously, that Jonah from um, Superstore was the guardian angel from Drop Dead Diva. Yeah. So I still, sometimes I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> He's um, reincarnated. I know. As, here we go again. As Jonah. Um, I also started Pitch um, Ooh, about yeah. the lady person baseball player. Yeah, Zach Morris. Zach Morris looking hot. Um, so again, just like starting 17,000 shows, As you should. will I finish them remains to be seen. Oh, I have like a million that I need to, need to get going on. So. Well, can we round it out by talking about one of those that you need to get on stat? This probably should have been like at the top with the, um, the hot topics yes. along with Veronica Mars. Yeah. Everybody's talking about to all the boys I've loved before. Yeah. You have not watched You are it. not kidding when you say everybody is talking about it i had to look up the name peter kavinsky because people are throwing around the name peter kavinsky like it is someone that we should all know about like are all of our best friends he is someone we should all know about but he's a character it's not even the actor no it's the character um in 
watched All the Boys I've Loved before. And so I, it's on the top of my list. I want to watch it. Uh-huh. It's really, really great. If you are not familiar with it because you've been living under a rock in a cave, it's on Netflix. It's um, based on a book by a YA author named... <laughs> Uh, what's her name? Well, job <laughs> later. Well, <laughs> you want me to leave a space? Yeah. <laughs> uh, space for YA author name here. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. We're you not... know we don't edit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was meta. Um, so it's just delightful. Yeah. I feel like even the most jaded, sarcastic, beaten down by politics in America, people that I know are like, that was a delight. It was so joyful. Yes. Oh. Even those dark, dark souls like you, Meredith. No, I'm thinking of a certain someone I will mention off air. Be pulled out of the hole for a second. Yeah, so it's just wonderful. The concept is this girl, Laura Jean, Laura Jean, I think mm-hmm. that's right, writes five love letters kind of like throughout her life. Like whenever she has a big crush or whatever, that's just like her thing that she does. She writes a letter. Um, so she has these five love letters in a box and they get mailed. What? And one of them goes to Peter Kavinsky. And I forget the actual actor's name, but he is a little baby Mark Ruffalo. He yeah. sounds like him. He looks like him. I'm not the first one to like have this revelation. Although I did think of it on my own. Sure. And then when I got on Twitter, everyone was like, did you notice that he's Mark Ruffalo's baby cousin? And I was like... Oh, apparently he was on Foster's. Didn't you start watching Foster's? No. Oh. not. I'm not even one episode in. Oh, okay. Well, he is like... He was recasted at like so someone quit the show and he was oh. the recasted member. So the part um, of Chicken Meow will now be pay- played by blah blah blah. And he's twenty two, so all of the people. Who oh, that was some <laughs> Tim Riggins quick googling fingers from many a lady. Let me tell you, not anybody sitting at this desk, but Peter Kavinsky, twenty two years young. Yep. Um, he's darling and it just it was so good and if you um, like your eye candy a little bit more age appropriate um, Aiden Shaw from Sex and the City John Corbett plays the dad (laughs) me (laughs) but your category of people the dad I know I'm like ew a dad (laughs) oh right no I'm married to a dad it's cool 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 and that is i think we've talked about that before you know when you start like realizing that ferris bueller's kind of a dickhead you know like you're like rooting for the adults in any show you're like oh wait a second i've crossed over yeah anyway when you start like being on emily gilmore's team that's when you know <laughs> um never but anyway john corbett is in it and i need to give him a special shout out because he has been keeping it super sexy since northern Expo. <laughs> which was on when I was in like junior high so and he looks cute keeping it super sexy <laughs> words that would not come out of my mouth <laughs> I love it um, so hat tip to you John Corbett for keeping it tight <laughs> for our superlatives John Corbett <laughs> oh show idea someone write that down intern oh that's me <laughs> anyway you gotta watch that top of the list it was fantastic. I think I'm you'll like it. it. Did yeah. you watch Set It Up? No, I haven't one? yet. So no. I would say this was definitely better than Set It Up, but Set It Up was still worth watching. Yeah. I, and I think it is like interesting to note that everybody has talked about the death and demise of rom-coms. Yeah. And Netflix was like, Ahem, yeah. we got y'all. Yeah. They're just going to be churning them out. Um, yeah, I feel like this is going to launch like a thousand, hopefully not crappy, um, rom-coms. But yeah, that was great. I... This is not a topic for this podcast, but I keep wondering how Netflix makes money. I how they know. keep busting out all these, all these great shows with lots of like big stars. And because I wanted to see like Father. Speaking of Kristen Bell, did you watch that one? No, oh. I don't like Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, me neither. But Kristen Bell, come mm, on. And um, Seth everyone Rogen. makes mistakes. <laughs> Time to time. I'm chugging that up as hers. Well, you know you know how I feel about Frasier, so. Mm. And charm the bell for another, for this week's <laughs> Frasier diss. It was actually Robin's. <laughs> for anyone keeping score at home, that's, uh, that's five uh, anti-Frasier comments. <laughs> okay, so before we wrap up, let's give the people a little preview about some changes happening to my... TV family. Exciting changes ahead, y'all. Yeah. 
So um, we are going to um, have some exciting interviews coming up yeah. with people who are pop culture purists, such as ourselves. Um, Ooh, other pod- do not like the word purist. <laughs> culture vultures. Is that better? I'll take it. I'll take it. Girl, I will rock your world with some (laughs) things that make your ears bleed. I got good words. Anyway, so interviews with um, other fans of the popular culture, um, other podcasters, and um, just generally cool people. Um, We're definitely going to keep telling you what we're watching. Yeah, you can't get away from that. Give Um, the people what they want, Meredith. And, you know, one of the reasons why I felt like interviews would be great for us is that um i've just always been interested in people's like relationships with tv yeah tv gets a bad rap for being the lesser of the arts for um rotting your brain yeah rotting your brain maybe not being as intelligent but being hot garbage as as you can tell from the two examples (laughs) that you hear in your ears right now that is not true and I think TV, like, just helps people keep on going. So we'd like to just hear yeah. about it from other people. Some other testimonials, if And you connect. Yeah. I, I never, I think we talked about this reading um, different um, fantasy families. Yeah. You can talk to people who are like, I love TV. I love TV, too. Well, what do you like to watch? I like to watch Bleep Blarp. And you're like, well, I've never heard of Bleep Blarp. Like, you think <laughs> that you watch everything. Yeah. And there are other people who are pop culture obsessives who are like, you know, watching other stuff, and that's always cool to hear. Yes, it is. So, so we're going to do that. If you're dying to speak with us, also hit us up. Call our agent. <laughs> um, so that's it This for this week. Next time, we are going to be doing a little fall TV preview. Um, Stay tuned. Helping you get ready for a fall TV lineup. Hold on um, to your pumpkin spice latte, <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> In the meantime, if you have been dying to send us your fantasy family but have worried we were going off the air, we are back, so send it our way. Um, and before to, be, be, fur, be sure to follow us. Be sure to follow us. <laughs> um, and keep in touch on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are going to start ramping that back up as well. Ooh. Promises, promises. Mm-hmm. Hey. If you're back from your summer break and feel like rating us on iTunes, get in there and do it. Maybe a five-star rating. <laughs>